Investment guru Jim Rogers says the value of Bitcoin will drop to zero. It is Monday, June 29th. This is Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up podcast, coming to you from Lake Mayapak in Putnam County, New York. And coming to you from Detroit, Michigan, where we make the Stacky Benjamin Show. I'm Joe Salcihai. This is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape. We break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. Today's show is brought to you by Tiller Money. Money, meet Google Sheets or Microsoft Excel. You get to choose, easily track your financial life in one place with the greatest control. Head to uh, uh, tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. And you know what you'll find? You will get to not only check it out for free, you can also then uh, you'll receive 10% off your annual subscription uh, using that link. TillerHQ.com forward slash MWF for better money management. You can tell Bobby, we do this live because I stumbled on that. Well, I think you're also moving ahead to vacation July 4th weekend coming up. And I think, you know, we're kind of both a little bit punchy, ready to, ready to have a vacation. I, 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 I believe so. Uh, today, we're talking about the possibility that Bitcoin may go to zero. Not sure, Bobby, what you think about this. We're about to find out, but let's see which one of our friends is going to help us kick off today's show. What's good? This is Rich from Paychecks and Balances. Friends, check. Money, check. Friends with money, let's do this. All right, this comes to us, and I love it when we when we have uh, pieces that are from someplace we usually don't go. And this is from Cointelegraph.com, written by Turner Wright, investment guru Jim Rogers. The value of Bitcoin will drop to zero. For people that don't know who Jim Rogers is, Bobby, before we start this, uh, I know Jim Rogers because he had a very popular opinion piece at the back of an old magazine that was around forever called Worth Magazine. And uh, Jim wrote some stuff that was always, he was always forward thinking and he always wrote where he he thought stuff was going and surprising. And you and I talked about this before we began recording today, surprisingly right very often about where things were headed. I think Jim also was someone that cultivated a big network of not only, of course, fans and supporters and all that, but he just traveled the world um, famously on a motorcycle and uh, a lot of the time and just really um, saw things with his own eyes that maybe other people don't primary research. And because he was such a hands-on investor and kind of really explored the world, I think that gives him a unique vantage point. One of my favorite books, probably uh, a little dated now, but um, it's called a venture capitalist. And it, it it's him going around the world around the turn of the century. And he's, uh, he's, uh, looking at all these different economies and he's going through Africa and he goes a little bit into Europe and he goes mostly then toward Russia and China and then down to uh, New Zealand and Australia. And, and he looks at these different economies and what's funny, Bobby, he looks then at the U S last and all the things he says about the U S is in context of all these other places. And I would have never believed what he was saying about the United States until he showed me looking at these other places. Cause we're so much, more willing to believe stuff 
when it's not in our backyard. And then you, mm-hmm. and then he tells you and you go, Oh my goodness, this stuff's all happening right around me. And yep. Jim is, Jim's bringing it up. So, uh, man, I learned a lot from that. But anyway, let's get into this piece. Uh, uh, Turner Wright writes, The investment guru who said Bitcoin was in a bubble as early as 2017 recently speculated that all cryptocurrencies will be gone eventually. In an interview with the Aussie pub publication Dot on June 19th, investor Jim Rogers said cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, quote, will be in decline eventually and everything will go to zero. Uh, those who use cryptocurrency think they're smarter than their governments, Rogers said to Arrowdot. In fact, I think they are correct. But, but their governments have something that crypto people don't have. That is guns. The reason why I think cryptocurrency will be gone eventually is that it is not based on the armed force of government's power. Uh, there has been some unproven correlation between the rising and falling prices of cryptocurrencies and governments acting more authoritarian. When Donald Trump ordered the forced dispersal of peaceful protesters near the White House grounds on June 1st, the price of Bitcoin surged more than 8%. Bobby? Uh, and then we have another subheadline: Crypto is just gambling. Coin Telegraph reported in 2017, November 2017, that Rogers said BTC looks and smells like a bubble. This was prior to the cryptocurrency reaching its all-time high price of over $20,000 in December of 2017. Along with billionaires like Warren Buffett and George Soros, Rogers is considered one of the largest investors in the world. He view, his views in the era. interview echo those of Buffett, who said, quote, cryptocurrencies basically have no value in February. It, it, it's it's interesting. These people know way more about cryptocurrency than I will ever, ever know. They forgot more about cryptos than I think that, <laughs> that, 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 that I will know and don't want to speak on behalf of you, Bobby. But what's, what's interesting about this is I never thought about the fact that we've always heard the arguments that cryptocurrencies are smart, right? And it's smart because it can be beyond governments, that we can do trading and not have to worry about the Forex and all these other exchanges and how it gets rid of so many middlemen and so many people that want to do so many uh, political moves against currencies for their own backing and not looking at the good of more people. And all that said, there's a there's a big piece of me that thinks that Jim Rogers maybe maybe right here. Look, I think that for people that everyone has their own risk tolerance. And who's to say where the risk really is, especially when it comes to the currency markets? Because who would have predicted all the different values and, and countries can um, devalue and manipulate their currency. So there is an argument to be made for Bitcoin, of course. That said, I personally, you know, also do not understand it very well. So it's something that I have not participated in. There are people that truly believe that you are missing out if you don't participate. I was listening to James Altucher um, the other day, and he's a big believer that everyone should have a certain percentage of their investment portfolio in in Bitcoin. And what do I know? You know, how is that? He feels it's a better uh, hedge than say gold because he says there's not really a market for gold and there is a market for cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and that it should be part of a portfolio. These views may change. Bitcoin may change if it gains legitimacy with different governments being the key thing. If it starts being recognized by more governments, maybe it will have more, let's say a lower risk to its value right now, because so many things are in flux, I think that 
there are a lot of unknowns well, stating the obvious oh, to oh, some degree. Well, exactly. And 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 to to completely uh, prove that point, I think we look at our government right now. For people that think that government intervention in in cryptos isn't coming, it certainly is coming. There is there is no way that a government is going to have a currency that is outside of their control. I mean, just just think about that. So to some degree, you're going to have you're going to have regulations show up, but but. In the past couple of years, when we look at just the United States government as an example, Bobby, on one hand, the IRS has ruled that this is not this is not a currency. That if you if you buy a sandwich and you use crypto for it, and there's a capital gain on that on that money, that you have to pay a capital gains tax. Meaning the IRS is telling you. This is an investment that you cashed in. It's not a currency. And yet the SEC, when they ruled, the SEC said, this is not an investment. It falls outside the it falls outside the jurisdiction of much of what we do. So we we we're not going to put these these rules around it. The the SEC pointing at the IRS, the IRS pointing at the SEC, nobody really wants it. So that shows me that that at some point something's going to change here. I love that you brought up the SEC because I do think that if things were to take a turn for the worst in the investing world, including many different things, which I have no reason to believe that it will. Let me be clear about that. But there are protections put in place for investors. You're not protected. If you buy a stock and the value of the stock goes down, you're not protected. But if you buy a stock and the brokerage firm, let's say, uh, goes belly up and your money is MIA and you're insured there. And, or let me give a better example. If you're in a bank and something happens to the bank and you have FDIC insurance, you're under the right limits, you have protections in place. There are laws, but there's nothing with Bitcoin. So people need to understand that. It doesn't mean that you can't lose money in stocks. Of course you can. If the stocks go down, you're going to lose your money, but you have protections in place from our government that will protect you from fraud. Yeah. Not so with Bitcoin, as I understand it. Yeah. Well, here is here's the one reason I think that Rogers might be wrong, um, which is as we've seen Wall Street. Hey, oh. Whoops. Let's ignore that. We're taping live. <laughs> as as we've seen Wall. If that's for me, just take a message. Uh, as we've seen Wall Street begin to adopt uh, a Bitcoin, we've seen Goldman Sachs. Uh, you've had an affiliation with J.P. Morgan, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but but J.P. Morgan has adopted some of this together. You're watching, we're watching Wall Street do that. We have seen that the that the lobby for these companies is very strong in Washington. I can imagine a world where there are cryptos that the that Wall Street has embraced that will still have government intervention, but will just make it easier for these companies to 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 move money more quickly than we can today. I think there's going to be a lot of change. And I think I have no idea what that change will be based on where we were on, you know, early March versus mid-March. I don't think we know what's, what's what anymore (laughs) (laughs) these days. Who knows? Are you talking about cryptos or life, Bobby? (laughs) (laughs) So true. Yeah. true. Uh, Hey, just a second, Bobby and I are going to have our takeaways from today's piece, but first want to say a big thank you to Tiller Money for supporting Money with Friends. If you went to tillerhq.com forward slash MWF, what you'll find is a very robust way to not only keep a budget, but also to track your expenses. 
Tiller Money hooks up with all the big banks, investment houses, places that you might owe money to, and you get to download them into one spreadsheet so it's very easy to control your financial life. Now, if you're not a spreadsheet person, good news, neither am I. But the reason that I like Tiller Money is because of the fact that there are people out there creating these foundational tools, meaning spreadsheets already made so that you can take it off the shelf, the one that you like, the one that fits best, and leave it the same. If you want to, just hook up all your money to it and once a day, everything downloads your old financial life securely into one spot. Or if you don't like it, you have the ability to delete stuff or expand it. You can do whatever you want because it's spreadsheet based. Check it out yourself at tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. And you not only will get to kick the tires and try it out for free, but then when the trial's over, you'll get uh, uh, 10% off your annual subscription. So big thanks to Tiller Money for making that available. But you got to use that MWF uh, tag at the end to make that happen. Bobby, what's our takeaway today? So I'm following, but not participating. Lots of smart people think Bitcoin is absolutely the future. I truly believe while there are risks in all investments for me, and this is opinion, the biggest risk is when you invest in something you don't fully understand, which is still the case for me. Well, for me, I feel... I feel like there's a lot of uh, Bitcoin investing in Bitcoin that I do understand, but I'm but I'm right where you are, Bobby. With so many things that can change, this is still the wild, wild west when it comes to investing. And I think that if you're going to put any money here, it has to be it has to be money that you're absolutely prepared to lose. And I think you know, Jim Jim Rogers may be being a little bit aggressive here and he has a tendency to do that as well bobby but i think he's signaling the fact that there's a lot of smart money that doesn't know where it's headed and if it does head somewhere it very well could end incredibly badly for people and and i i think you and i would tend to agree yes very well said uh if people want to help us make this show they can follow us on social how do they do that bobby at Money Friends Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. And stay close to the stories because we'll preview what times we are taping these shows, recording these shows. And also we put up a lot of quizzes and um, polls that you can participate in. So that's always fun. And then you can possibly get a shout out on the show. Absolutely. Uh, that's going to do it for today, guys. Uh, Bobby will be oh, back. Wait, I have one more thing. Oh, Wait, I forgot to reveal the results. We actually did do a poll among our our audience on Bitcoin. We did do a poll. And we asked them, did they have Bitcoin? And do you want to guess or you want me to just reveal it because we're really at the end? No, I'll tell you, it's going to be 20% yes. Only 8% yes. Yeah, yeah, not a lot. So the majority of our money friends, uh, no to Bitcoin. Yeah, yep, does not surprise me. All right, go on, Joe. Sorry about that. All right, we did it. (laughs) I'm Ava Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you next time back here at Money with Friends. This show is created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends, LLC, copyright 2020. 
For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at moneyfriendspod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I am Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Bam, nailed it.